Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and FM 103.3. The answer. Ah, America. And to all the new sets of ears who come in just for this segment, welcome to our world-famous marriage talk segment. We just take one, you know, well, one break, as we call it, maybe eight minutes out of the entire week to focus on what God has ordained and Hollywood hates, the left hates, the media hates. And that's marriage, man and woman coming together. And as we have created over the years, the segment just focuses on these four words, the glory of marriage, the sanctity of marriage, the holiness of marriage, and the steaminess of marriage. And it's the sanctity of marriage that got me thrown out of the last station talking about that. Y'all get married, and you, you you just work it out. And if you're not ready to work it out, don't get married. But when you do, you take that vow before God and your community and your family, and you say, I'm willing to lay down my life for my husband or wife. I'm ready. I'm here for the long haul, highs and lows. As a, In the last segment, you got to hear Denise on the phone talking about 31 years ago today, we were getting ready to get married. We were five days from the wedding, and we were just in absolute confusion land because my apartment, our apartment was in Sarasota. We both lost our jobs. We got married. We were getting married in Philadelphia, but I started the job in Buffalo. So we're all over the road. You get through that, you can get through anything. And it's amazing how Hollywood hates marriage. Man and woman come together, but we love it. We love talking about it. My wingman on this op for a decade has been Robert Kosick. Mr. Kosick wrote the book, Honor the Vow, V-O-W, honorthevow.com. And this is where we just get to bring down the blood pressure and focus on marriage. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. It was fun listening to you and Denise and, and you bringing up all the bad stuff that happened. And she's like, I don't remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> so it's, and I don't know if we did a tip on it. I have to go back and look. I and mean, we may have done a tip on this before, but that's just called editing. And it's one of the keys to having a fantastic marriage is you focus in and you remember the good stuff and you kind of throw the bad stuff in the trash. Although this is a little different. It's not bad in the marriage. It's just some bad things that took place. Um, but the bad things in marriage, you throw it in the trash and you focus on the good stuff. And that's how you stay positive and healthy and going forward. It's when you throw the good stuff in the right. trash like we talked about last week and then you focus on the negative stuff that's when you go down the toilet but so you guys are obviously doing quite well and congratulations a little early on your 31st thank you and you guys when y'all you had like health family oh, sca- yeah. health family scares both, when y'all got yeah married. both our dads yeah we lost both of our dads in the first uh, 18 months of our marriage oh. and uh, new marriage new jobs new cities losing parents i mean we we had all of the all of the stress points of uh of, of uh things going against you on our new marriage. And we just held each other up in 30 years where you're behind you guys, 30 years strong. So. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, let's make Hollywood and the devil angry by talking about the glory of marriage. This is uh, our marriage tip is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone show. Mr. Kosick writes this. Mr. Kosick gets the credit for writing now our 355th, 355th ma- uh, marriage tip. This is called literalists. Drive us crazy. I'll read it, Mr. Costico will respond. You know who we're talking about? That person who has to be sure every detail of your story is accurate enough to be used as a deposition. Example, you. So that blue car zipped in and took my parking spot. The literalist interrupts. No, no, no. It was actually more of a powder blue car. So advice for the literalist. Robert's personal opinion, not scientific. Nobody but the police cares if the car was blue, sky blue, or powder blue. For Pete's sake, it's their story, so let them tell their story without your help, Mr. Kosick. 
So this is a major pet peeve of mine, and it happens all the time, and I have to be really, really patient because I get a little bit more sensitive to it, kind of like people who are hypersensitive to noises. It just just makes my blood boil. If you're telling a story and it's like, no, it was light blue. Well, no, it wasn't really red. It was more of a, you know, a creamer, you know, right. pinkish color. And I'm like, who cares? And especially when I'm listening to somebody else tell the story and they're debating with each other, and I'm just trying to get the facts out. I mean, the typical guy, give me just the facts and move on. And they're going on and debating on what the color was. Like, the color has absolutely nothing to do with the story. The fact is they stole the parking spot. That's the story. <laughs> <laughs> who cares what color the car? A car stole the, stole the parking right. spot, right? It, it just, it's, I'm sorry. It's one of those pet peeves of mine, and it just drives me in. Insane, insane. So for, for the uh, uh, littlest that's out there, please, 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 please do the best you can to suck it up and shut up. <laughs> Don't worry. Suck it up and Don't shut up. Don't worry about the details, right? It's not a deposition. Uh, it's okay if the car was green and they called it blue. No one cares. So that's here's just my personal opinion. And we've all been with that couple who, like, yeah. like the wife maybe is trying to tell the story and the husband or vice versa. But you're always thinking, oh, my gosh. So here's advice for the rest of us in our world-famous marriage talk segment. If you are married to a literalist, lit, literalist, or you are the literalist, either ignore the literalist correction and keep going or tell them thank you and continue the story. That's hard to do when you're oh sitting. Yeah. Remember we were watching, it was the Braves, right? No, it was, it was the, uh, no, no, it wasn't the Braves, it was the Dodgers. Are you sure it was the Braves? It was the, the whole story just. <laughs> Uh, the whole, uh, the whole thing, the whole thing. You're debating over what color the car was. Right. Who cares what the car is? They stole the spot. That's the point. And you know, or they cut me off. It's just, and it's just one of those things. It's really, really difficult. And that's what's so hard for people is you, you really got to use saying thank you and just moving on and ignoring it. Because if you get into a debate about it, you're right. The story is done, and the argument's starting, and the rest of your night is just crud. I mean, it's over, and and it's over nothing. It's over a point that nobody really cares about. And uh, you really, it's really difficult. But if you can do it for the rest of us either just ignore it and keep going right but they'll probably you know drill you a little bit more saying well don't you remember it was a light blue car okay great it was thank you and and let's move on but if you start telling them nobody cares drop it that's the end of that story and and you're going to be heading down a really bad path and and again this is a pet peeve of mine i'm sure there's some people out there we're going to irritate because they are the literalists and uh as we have in the bonus there they can't help it they, they absolutely can't help it. Yeah, Mr. Kostak writes in a marriage tip uh, for today, found on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, marriage tip 355. If you're married to a literalist, you need to understand and accept they likely can't stop even if they wanted to. It's a reflex they can't control. Is it that serious? They just I, I think it is. At least wow. That's what that's, again, this is, I, there's no scientific studies. Maybe there's one out there I couldn't find one. This is my personal experience in watching this happen. It's a knee-jerk reaction. It's kind of like a reflex. Like someone throws something at you, try to grab it. They just have this natural intention to to make sure everything's right. That they, uh, details have to be perfect, or they can't get to the point of a story. You'll see this with the same people. They can't get to the point of the story until they give you all the details up front, because they figure you won't understand the point unless you have all those details. So, therefore, the details had better be correct. Otherwise, the answer at the end doesn't make sense, at least in their mind. I don't think they can stop. I, I, maybe maybe some little can chime in and explain why they're so annoying but um (laughs) no no don't don't chime in and tell us why you're annoying because that'll just make the show annoying but that's right it'll bring the ratings up you know any any, any publicity is good publicity right so but yeah i don't know why they are so adamant about it being 
so specific. And I can understand if you were sitting there telling the cops, you know, it was a it was a female that pulled a gun. He's like, no, actually, it was a guy in a mask. I mean, that that's important. But you know, they drove off in a blue car, you know, with the license plate. This that that's important details. But if you're telling your friends the stories, I don't see why that's so important. But the people I've been around that do it. For some reason, even when you tell them, please, please don't correct me, especially in public. Right. They just they can't stop. They just can't seem to stop. I'm, I'm thinking it's it's uncontrollable, like a reflex. That's unscientific. That's just my own personal study. And, and I'm sticking to it. God. Robert Kosick, my wingman on our world famous marriage talk segment Fridays, the bottom of the eight o'clock hour central. Uh, now, if you go to our Facebook page, and you'll see the tip. The, the second part of it is the hot and heavy marriage tip and we, he writes pre play and he puts in parentheses not a real world real word we all know that four we all know what foreplay is and hopefully no one is skipping that part but most people give very little attention to for lack of a better term the pre play which is the time spent preparing for the four play and everything else pre play is the time spent searching for a great candle scent or that special massage oil or the time taken putting together the perfect playlist for your time together. If you want your spouse to know just how special that time is, try investing a bit more time into preparing to make it special. Robert Kosick. All right. So, so every, everyone knows, we've talked about this a hundred times. I'm not a licensed psychiatrist, counselor, or any of that stuff. I'm not uh, a marriage counselor. I'm a marriage coach, which means I have a lot of experience talking with couples over 20 something years and learning what works and learning what doesn't work. It's, it's boots on the ground experience, real world experience. But a lot of that also comes from hours and hours of, of reading studies and, and all of these psychology books of the people who are the experts. Well, the same thing is true for this part of your marriage. When you're talking about intimacy, if you're just going to wing it, sometimes that's okay. But if you want to give your spouse a really, really good massage, you probably ought to study the proper way to give a massage, like going with the grain of the muscle, not against the muscle, you know, those kind of things. Don't cut your fingernails right before you're giving a massage. They turn into razor blades. Those things are really important. Or spending time finding that perfect place list. Uh, you might spend hours finding, oh, this song leads into that song, and this one has a really good beat to it, and that one's just the acoustic goal. You know, those kind of things say that you're really important to me, and this time is really important to me, and I want to take some time to prepare properly for it so we can be the best that it can possibly be for the both of us. Now, there's nothing wrong with spontaneity. That is fantastic stuff, but if that is all you have, then you're probably not going to have the best you can ever have, because it'll always be just playing along as you go and not really investing in what could really make it great, what's working, what doesn't work. So spend a little time in the pre-play, getting that perfect scented sandal uh, for the bedroom, light it, uh, you know, 30 minutes before you're heading in there, get the perfect music going. And, get, the, get the food yeah. smell out of the bedroom. There you go. When get you're the sitting in... out of the bedroom, the, the, the dog and the clothes and, you know. <laughs> when you were sitting in bed eating pizza and the dog was sitting there farting. Hey, no, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Now, now I'm Italian. Eating pizza in bed. That, that's foreplay for me, buddy. <laughs> and I will say, in our world-famous marriage talk segment, I've been on radio for 35 years around music. I've never, on your tip here, say, take time putting together the perfect playlist for your time together. You don't I've, have a playlist? I've oh. never, ever, ever put time into music. I just, I, what do you have, the satellite channels, whatever it is? Yeah, the satellite yeah. channels. S- love music or something? I don't know. I don't ever. I've never, I've never made a, what do you call it, a mixtape? I've never made a mixtape. Well, then you're, then you're trusting somebody else to put your mood together. That's like trusting somebody else to tell you what to do while you're doing it. Don't, I mean, 
No, no, left, left, no, no stop, slow down. So, I would put a, I, playlist, I, put a playlist together of your wife's favorite song. <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's I, mean, funny I can't imagine why Hollywood hates this. This is fun. I, you know what? I can't. Right. Why Why there's <laughs> dirty devil worshippers in the newsrooms hate man and woman coming together in marriage before the Lord. As as it says in the Bible in Genesis 2.24. I can't imagine why. But you know what? They're infected with the hatred uh, 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 you know, of, going against, of going against God's word. And let, you know what? They'll deal with it later. In the meantime, yeah. we're, we're yeah. loving what God has, has designed and ordained. Yeah. You know. Well, for the rest of us, if your marriage isn't as rocking and rolling and as much fun as we seem to uh, talk about our marriages are, which they are, they're a blast. Uh, if your marriage isn't there, shoot me a text, man. I will help you get there as fast as I can, and you can then Good. be laughing along and enjoying and having a great time just like we are. Life's too short, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. And I, I feel bad for people who are stuck in these bad marriages and they go home, and it's just misery. Like After work? Oh. Be nothing. I mean, look, we have our times. You know, we got to deal with a lot of issues. Uh, but there's nothing better than coming home and uh, and and just snuggling on the couch and having a cocktail, yeah. and we just sit and talk. Like mm-hmm. last night was fight night, so I was fighting last night. I was tired. She went out with her girlfriend. I didn't see her till about eight thirty last night. We just sat and talked for like an hour on the sofa. You know, that's awesome. Uh, just catch. You stay healthy, healthy, hot, and Hoorah. keep it going strong. Hoorah. Thirty-one years Wednesday. Thirty-one years Wednesday. Here we go. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, and you'll see the uh, 355th, gosh, 355 marriage tips by Mr. Robert Kosick, who wrote the book Honor the Vow, our marriage coach and buddy, church deacon. Oh, that America brings to a close our world-famous marriage talk for the fifth day of November. Mr. Kosick, have a wonderful, blessed, and enjoyable weekend. You do the same with the news, sir. I'll be looking for a music list. There you go. <laughs> a lot of boom. Boom, I'll, just, I'll just put on a, a Dean Martin <laughs> album. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's yeah, it's a good soft it. rock and roll. is good, too. There you go. Have a good one. I'll talk to you next Friday. All right, buddy. You got it. America, husbands, wives, come together. Enjoy yourselves. If you know what I mean. Back in a second. AM 1070, the answer. <laughs>